This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Today we talk about Stephen Lidge's history on the road, we talk about another fine away performance, <laughs> and we talk about why we bother. Welcome to Borough Pod. Rochino, bashing from midfield, it's Rochino! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it! An old tracker, an old Trafford cracker, in front of the strip for him! So yeah, no, that what a way to start a podcast episode. Dracker's just flashing us. A thing of absolute beauty. <laughs> oh, mate, it's uh, the joys of modern technology. I can stream live from my boudoir to you both, <laughs> you lucky boys. What See, if we... you potted with Craig Edmonds as much as I do, Nate, this wouldn't be as much of a surprise. <laughs> Oh, what have we done to deserve you, Drackers? Jesus, words. If Pat stands up, you'll be able to see his leather pants that he's wearing. <laughs> Sat down near Ridlands. <laughs> yeah, I'm Vic Reeves in as we speak. He assumes that you were going to go straight for the penis, then. Magnifying <laughs> 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 oh. uh, glasses out uh, and everything, eh? <laughs> anyway, uh, let's do the introduction at the start today. Hello, boys. It's Barrapods. We've got no, no catchy, catchy tune. Yeah, how are we doing, all right? Oh, man, I've forgotten about football, and I think I might continue to forget about football until uh, just watching the Kyra Cup final, which has made me laugh and chuckle. Uh, I'm, 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 glad that, uh, I'm glad that you're feeling like this and you've just decided to join a new podcast talking about f***ing football, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two, two episodes in, f***ing football, man. Wicked. Well, let's be fair. When even the commentator of the team doesn't want to be watching the team anymore, you know you're in difficult times oh, as a football club, don't you? Oh, oh, let's let, let's 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 get onto that in a little bit. Um, you had a good weekend, other than Borough Boys. Yeah, very much so. UK Indoor Athletics Championships for about sixteen hours today, um, today and yesterday. A bit of uh, hedge cutting and bike cleaning in the morning just to make sure I'd done a chore before I watched eight hours of sport. It was, uh, you know, productive and enjoyable. <laughs> what's your What's your favourite track and field to, uh, event to watch, Pat? I'm intrigued. I really enjoyed the pole vault today. The pole vault was a lot of fun. <laughs> the women's pole vault, yeah. The The best pole vault was the men's heptathlon oh. pole vault because they were just like... It's really enthusiastic, but not particularly technically <laughs> adept, and that's exciting. They're not even specialists; they're just having a go because it's been yeah, thrown yeah, in. Pretty much, pretty much. Beautiful. 
Beautiful. Uh, I I've had a pretty shit weekend. Oh. I've been to I've been to Heathrow twice. You've been what? I've been to Heathrow twice. Uh, yuck. My missus is currently on a plane to Miami. Um, and uh, she uh, she wow. was supposed to fly yesterday. It was supposed to be nine forty flight. We wake up in the morning. You, your plane's been delayed. You're now going to leave at four pm. You know, just. You know, do you know, she's like, oh, just a seven-hour delay, fine, whatever. We won't leave until, like, one o'clock, get there for two. You've got two hours to mince your way through check-in and reset and uh, and uh, security and that, whatever. 40 minutes of traffic on the M25 because the f***ing junction, whatever the bastard is for the M4, is closed. So just no one's going anywhere. We get there, Stacey steps out of the car, looks at her phone, it's cancelled. Literally... It cancelled two minutes before she, before we pulled up, so we'd done the journey anyway. So I was like, "You've got to be fucking." So, so I paid five pounds to get to just to go to the drop off. Take anyway. I've driven ra- I've driven round. I've gone back up to the drop off, but just to go into the short stay car park. I've then been sat there for an hour whilst they sort us out what's going on. She comes out. It's cost me another eleven pound eighty for one hour parking. raging and then and then by the time we're leaving to come home the traffic's fucking honestly the entire way down all the 40 minutes I'm sat in traffic I'm looking at the other side going oh that looks nice there's no queue going going clockwise except for when I left an hour later left Heathrow an hour later and it was all in my fucking direction again I went happy so I took her back there this morning because I managed to get her on a flight this morning and she's actually on the plane. I'm looking at flight radar, radar as we speak and she's literally, like, she's almost a stone's throw from her. So she'd better have a great time to make it worth your while then, right? She fucking better do it, honestly. I swear to God, if she says one negative thing about her entire, <laughs> entire experience, I'm going to be the fucker who brings her plane down. <laughs> you're, you're Just in swear. case the FBI are listening, I'm not going <laughs> to... Life from Nate the Great's <laughs> empire. <laughs> oh dear, you are hilarious. <laughs> Your swear rate, man, is so bad. Is this is this life for you, Nate? Have you are you just swearing constantly? Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't swear much in front of the I don't, kids. I can't even send this podcast to my mum. My mum can't listen to this. She'd be appalled. Do you want me to bleep it all out? If you could do a mum's version, just for Mother's Day, which is coming up soon, I believe, then uh, that'd be great. Thanks. (laughs) 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 Yeah, alright. I'll uh, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll bleep it all out. And what's your mum's name? Mum. Alright, alright. Alright, Mum D. I apologise. I apologise for the uh, the foul language, God. and I'll uh, I'll give it. I'll, I'll give. I'll give it a go. Of raining it in. Uh, <laughs> Sound like a doorbell, like, wouldn't I've, it? I've 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 heard you proper give it, mate. Don't you start. Ah, oh, there's a time and a place for it. In there, <laughs> normally about five o'clock. Tes- Tesco's five o'clock at <laughs> Roebuck on a Saturday afternoon, <laughs> picking up another, another miserable case of uh... Stella Artois because we've lost. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, should we? Uh... Oh, I guess we should talk about it, shouldn't we? I feel like a bit of a fraud, to be fair. I, I didn't listen to the game. I didn't watch the game. I wasn't one of those poor souls that managed to travel there. What was it? Seventy odd people. 
Wow. The fifth, fifth day. Was it? Wow. Yeah, yeah fair play, and that's a good effort. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boys. Uh, I'm looking for the uh, lineup, and I can't actually find it. It's good, isn't it? What do you want to know? Well, I was just going to read the lineup out. Pim, Scotty Pross, O'Neill, Lufa at the back, TVC in that pivot role, I think, with Upson just in front. Taylor on the left, Westbrook on the right, Liston Norris up front, and apparently they can't play together anymore. Yeah, that one's a bit baffling. It's like the classic strikers partnership, the target man and the fast guy. It's what everyone does. So did we, so did we not play five at the back then? Was was TVC in front? Yeah, it, when I was looking at it, it the, the lineup was five at the back with then Taylor, Upson and Westbrook. I'm just going on yeah. presumption that TVC and they obviously listened to our podcast last week was going to go in and play the pivot role I could after be wrong we, after, after we sent it, sent it to three people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just a staggered start wasn't it ah <laughs> 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 uh, boys yeah no um, controlled possession apparently controlled For- possession higher pass rate 43% possession shots. hey 43% possession I had it as no, I've got uh, Stephen had 57, 57.2% possession, oh. pass success rate of 74%, nine shots on target to Vale six. Nine shots on target we had? Yeah, no, yeah. nine shots oh, to Vale sorry, six. Shots. Two shots on target. Neither oh, of which say, made I'll, the I'll, keeper do anything difficult whatsoever. Five, five shots blocked. So I had. So I was trying to listen to the game on the way back from Heathrow. But if everything had gone to plan, uh, even even after it had been the the, the the plane had been delayed, I could have listened to it on the way back. But I, I got the. I, I googled before we left the Stevenage <laughs> the, the the frequency Stevenage were going to be on. Yeah. I'm yeah. heading out. It's nice. What do I get? Reading, <laughs> absolutely. Like, all right, all right. I'm in Berkshire. It's going to happen. Whatever. And then I lose, I lose Reading, and I get something called uh, On Top FM. Boys, you got to give it a listen. It's the absolute worst <laughs> shit you've ever heard. <laughs> and then, obviously, like as I'm coming round, as I'm coming round, sort of northwest London, out of London, um, I'm getting a bit of like. I don't even know what to describe it. It's basically the sort of thing you'd get in like a club in Stevenage, basically, which tells you everything you need to know about the type of music you don't want to be listening to, isn't it? Basically, so I was like getting half that and half Steve. So I just every now and then I get Steve going Stevenage, <laughs> and then it's like <laughs> Vale. <laughs> Honestly, mate, that's an interesting no, remix. Steve don't sound very happy that we're down. So I said to Stace, oh, have a look. And she was like, oh, yeah, you're 2-0 down. I'm like, how long have we been playing? And she was like, 17 minutes. I'm like, oh, fuck off. I was in the cinema. I took, I, we, we used the old cinema £3 deal yesterday and then free weekend I thought, come on, let's do it. So we went and I got out half, part, half time and I was fuming. I was like, I'm not even going to listen to the second half. I've got the ump. Nah, I mean, I got, I got, I got the game eventually, and then Stacey was like, "Do you know what? I ain't eating all day," and so we end up going for a calvary. Just talking about losing the Stevenage game, I reckon I must be one of the closest f- fans to the ground. By, I reckon I'm 400 meters potentially to the ground. 
I get in my car and I, I drive around Stevenage, go past the ground and it ends up putting something else on as well. Oh, it breaks me. I don't yeah. understand how I'm like, I'm next to the ground. I can't even get it. 95.5 oh. FM works in three places in my house. Like, if I sit on the stairs, it's fine. If I perch it on the windowsill in the room I'm currently in, it's fine. Yeah. And I yeah. found a spot. If I put it on top of a bucket in the middle of my front room, I've had a really nice sweet spot so I can sit in my comfy seat downstairs and watch it. But it's selective. I don't have a radio in my house. No, I don't think I own a radio. But they're going to have to deal with this before we get to the Premier League because we can't have Pat walking around his house with one finger in the air trying to uh, trying to find Manchester City versus Stevenage. I genuinely listened to three games sitting on the stairs before I found the other sweet spots. You'll love this. I'll- I got, I got, I got, I got a phone upgrade today. I've never had an iPhone, and my kids always laugh at me because I'm a loser. I don't like have a Nokia. I do have a, a real half decent Android. Um, <laughs> but the bloke on the phone was like, "Where, where are you from?" I like having chats with everyone. I don't shut up in general. Yeah. And he's like, "Ah, oh, I'm uh, we know. Sheffield." <laughs> I went, "Oh, who do you support?" He's like, "United." I was like, "Ah, I let him have it." <laughs> <laughs> he goes. I don't, I don't even like football. I like rugby. Are you in the same league as Rotherham? They're really good, apparently. I was like, yeah. There we are. That's my story, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> good old Sheffield. I do miss it. Oh, anyway, yeah, we lost two nil. Uh, two goals coming in the first fifteen minutes. Uh, one was a uh, O'Neill own goal. Uh, I'm going to be honest, lad. It's a, it's a bit of a piss take this. Us like doing a podcast about Stevenage. I ain't even watched the highlights. <laughs> I did this morning. I just, I just didn't want to. Yeah. Shall I? Shall I? Shall I? Do you know what? Let's 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 do something. Let, shall watch, shall I watch it? Shall I watch it now? Commentate. Shall be I, be Steve Hawkins. <laughs> I don't know if I can be that miserable. <laughs> You've not listened That's, to yourself no, for the last no, fifteen no, no, minutes, though. No, 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 no. Now listen, I've got a lot of time for Steve. Um, that's obviously a joke. Uh, I feel sorry for Steve Watkins. He I is feel like sorry. he travelled the length and, length and breadth of England, and regardless of whether he wants to, has to go. <laughs> I, I, if he wants to give it up, I'd jump at the chance of doing that. I'd oh, love it. It is to be fair, it's great fun. I've done a few away days, yeah. one of them being Port Vale a few seasons ago, and it was brilliant. I loved it. I saw a young girl who was about eighteen punch some bloke square on in the nose who was about 55, 60. I took my earphones off and started shouting, going, what are you doing? What are you doing? Whilst on the radio. Oh, my God. It's mental. All right. All right. right. Steve, I hope you listen to this, mate. I'm, I'm auditioning, us... I'm auditioning you for your job. Is this going to be sweary? <laughs> just go I'll for it. My, I'll, I'll do my best not to. Okay, no, so just do it. Here we go. <laughs> Port Vale versus Stevenage. Here we go. Vale got a free kick from the left-hand side, corner of the box. He's whipped it in. It's gone right over the goal line, and uh, O'Neill's headed it straight into his own net. What a flump. <laughs> no threat. No Vale player near it. Should One he have nil. punched it, Nate? Should, should he have Poor punched Vail. it, Kim? Uh, hang on, let me go back and have a look, look again. I don't know. Uh, let's have a look. Okay, so it's coming in, balls in, right on the six-yard box. Pimps nowhere near it. He, he stepped forward and bet he didn't come for it. Yeah. If he'd have swung for it, he'd have probably taken Cuthbert out or something like that. <laughs> don't know. Anyway, right. Port. Next up, we've got... I'm going to take a punt. It's the second goal. We've got Port Vale playing out from the back. No one's pressing. No, still no one pressing. He's rolled it out wide. Right to the right back. 
Still no one pressing. Just everyone's standing around watching. Right winger's got it. I can't commentate for can I? Here we go. So, um, balls come, come in. Oh, it's a free header at the back post. <laughs> They're just knocking it around on the edge of the box. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, no. <laughs> it's drilled across. It's drilled, drilled across the centre. Right through that corridor of uncertainty. And it's just tapped in because no senior player can get anywhere near it. We've oh. got Steven on the attack. Oh, it's a lovely flick from Westbrook to release Nozza. Nozza's on the edge of the area. He's cut inside because that's all he can do. And he's got straight at the keeper. <laughs> Could have told you that would happen. Uh, Stevenage playing the long ball forward in the second half. Listy's, Listy's got it out on the left. He does a step over, passes it into Taylor. It's a lovely ball. Taylor's got the ball on the edge of the area. Oh, he can't find Carter. And then Zane Westbrook's having 19, sh- t- 19 touches to try and get a shot off. Steven is still fannying around with it outside the box. It finally falls to Nozza and he hits a defender. Of course he does. And then Polvale finally clear their lines. But, uh, Pim takes a great long uh, goal kick, but it goes to uh, Vale. There's a bit of head tennis in the middle. So that's five consecutive headers. It's nice. Now Vale break on the left. I say break, they're sort of leaking forward. Um, ball's coming from the left. Oh, it's a free header right in the middle. I think that was for a move, but he catches it like a cow and it goes wide. There we go. And that's wow. full time. Pat Dull. We're not going to get those two minutes back, are we? I mean, I don't. It wasn't a good game for O'Neill, certainly a good first quarter of an hour. Yeah, not a good um, game since his first in the first goal accidentally. Second goal, him and Scott together at the back post from a looping cross both of them lost out to the um, Vail player who flicked it back to his mate O'Neill got absolutely skinned by their left back who put the cross in for the goal off the back of that um, failing to do with the first cross so it's uh, not good signs (sighs) where do we go from here we should get you doing those for the club, I think, Nate. Those little uh, two-minute teasers out. <laughs> <laughs> Uncensored YouTube videos. The Corridor what did you, the corridor of Uncertainty, was it? The Corridor of Uncertainty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh boy. Listen, that makes this weekend huge then, doesn't it, realistically? I mean, the... the um, the results didn't really do us any massive, massive problems or issues. We're still in and around it. It's not looking great, but Saturday is what? That, that, that's huge, huge, isn't it? Absolutely yeah. massive. It, 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 honestly, it couldn't be any bigger, could it, really, genuinely? No. Orient lost to Carlisle, who are just below us and could pass us with the game in hand. So moving past Orient for that extra little bit of safety would be massive, really massive. I read on Borough Chat that someone said that Orient can't currently beat an egg, so uh, <laughs> we've got we've got half a chance. Oh, we can draw an egg, so we'll be all right. <laughs> we can't score. They can't win, so they're going to win three <laughs> 0 I've seen a lot of that. To be fair, oh. <laughs> I can't. I can't be negative all the time, though. It's oh, it, yeah, I d- I, yeah. So I, I don't want to be negative all the time, and uh, obviously that's one of the that's one of the main bits of feedback from our first episode <laughs> <laughs> was that I just ripped into 
Bruno and and well, I just ripped into the team, ripped into Bruno. But what positive? To, what was there positive to say? <laughs> what was the What was the game that Bozzy came back for and played twenty minutes at home before he got injured? He played really well for the first twenty minutes. That's what I was saying. If we could somehow conjure up that twenty minutes into a ninety-minute game of football, that was possibly the best football we played. That's when we, oh, we put that game to bed, didn't we? Early. It might be the Harrogate one. I think you're right, Pat. Wolves, no. We went three Wolves, a pretty early. Walsall, wasn't it? I think it was Walsall at home. Just everything was right. The press. Mm. Yeah, it was. The energy. Was he? He, had, he achieved 41 minutes, believe it or not. But yeah, was it 41? Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, no, we, we, we were we were 2 nil up inside 10 minutes, weren't we? I just... It, from, from then, as he's got injured and come off, that's pretty much us sliding again. We spoke about new manager bounce last week, but I just don't know what to say at the minute. It just yeah, we're not even so, get a bit of luck. So, can you remember what Tisdale's first game was at home? He was away, wasn't he? Was it? Yeah, was it Salford. He joined us twenty ninth of November. Twenty ninth of November, right? Okay, so so we so it was Sutton away, nil nil. I uh, in the. Yeah, and that was in the stands as a watching breeze. So Yeovil was his first game on the touchline, I think. First, okay. So, so, so let's say, so we've got eight losses. Yeah. Three wins, six draws. <sighs> Miserable, that, isn't it? And not scored in the last four. Uh, yeah, yeah. The last time we scored was uh, the two-two draw at Crawley. Oh yeah, and that includes like an hour against ten men at Barrow as well. Yeah, yeah. 22 goals we've conceded. Uh, Welcome to Nate Does Maths. <laughs> Doesn't swear when he counts, which is good. 12. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've got a minus 10 goal difference with uh, Tizzle at the helm. Uh, okay. Well, there's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to find one, mate. So I sent you to a, uh, a link to a thread earlier from... Uh, from oh, this is his uh, last 25 away games we've scored 22 points last 50 away games we've scored 42 points last 100 away games we've scored 87 points and it takes back to 150 away games to have got to 151 points and a point per game is alright I guess but it's not thrilling it's, it's no wonder if you're slogging up and down the country every other weekend to watch yeah. 8 wins in 50 matches yeah, I think you'd take it for a season, wouldn't you? You'd a point, a point, one point for every away game. You'd take it over the course of a season. You'd maybe tolerate it for two, but any further, you're like, oh come on, we need to improve on this. This is what seven years now. Yeah, yeah, it's not good just, reading, is it? Just what's what's happening? Nothing, nothing. That is the problem, isn't it? Nothing is happening. Absolutely nothing. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, look, we're all speechless. We're all speechless just <laughs> thinking about it. Like, it's pathetic. Well, the, the reason the Leighton Orient fixture is so big, apart from the fact that we're close in the table, is we follow that with four matches against four teams in the top eight Newport, Mansfield, Exeter, Northampton. They're all really tough. And then we go against Oldham, who are currently below us but might not still be below us after we play those five fixtures so yeah 
it's a really big one. Yeah, they're a running cushion. Oldham. They're having that new manager bounce and then some. Not lost in the last six. Might be even more than that. Oh, yeah, no. So three draws, three wins in the last six. Yeah, and they drew with Colchester, who were twenty first last this weekend, which is good for us, really. Admit, admittedly, other than maybe Newport, they're all teams. They're all teams. Oh, they actually beat Bristol, didn't they? They beat 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 the Gas, but and they beat Bradford. But all of the uh, most of the teams they played in the last six or seven are, are down here with us. So that could be that could be a could give you a little bit of a uh, little bit of a. Insight into why they've they've had a turnaround. Um, yeah, no, and another another thing that that Chad points out: in the last three seasons, we've had fourteen goalless draws. Twenty four percent of our away games over the last three seasons are nil nil. Just diabolical, isn't it? Do you think um, you know you boys have been there for a while now? You've been going quite a long time. Do you think there's less people coming along, less of the hardcores? Are, are people disappearing? It feels quieter on the east, yeah. But that's because Hollis ain't there. What? He takes up more room. No, he's just loud, isn't he? <laughs> I looked on the the highlights of the of uh, last weekend's game, and the West Stand is absolutely quiet. I remember when I first started yeah. doing what I do down there, and that West Stand was full right the way along. It'd be busy, it would be bustling, and there's just people that I think wake up and decide just not to come in, or oh, I don't fancy it yeah. today, or I just. And then you, I, I see yesterday um, fans that have gone to other games because they don't want to go up to Port Vale, and these fans would have been there um, if the roof had blown off the stadium last year, the year before. Yeah. And it worries me that people are starting to think, oh, I've got better things to do, or this just doesn't feel great. I've said several times this season that. Things don't improve. I'm not getting a season ticket next year. Yeah, I'll come along for a few games, but I'm not going to get a season ticket. And I don't want that to be the case. I want to want to have a season ticket, but I, I'd, I'd much rather not waste my time and money. Yeah, because that's how that's what it feels at the moment. Like I don't, I, 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 I if I was a almost every single home game uh, of the season where we should have gone down. Yeah. That was obviously a lot worse than this. I still, I do think that that, was, that season was a lot worse than this season. I think, I, I think in that, that season, I can't, other than the, other than the Cambridge game, generally can't remember any good performances where I felt we were unlucky. Yeah. Because it, because I think it was just because we, even when, even when we'd been playing maybe better we were doing the same things and letting in goals in the 85th 86th minute again and again and again and again um my old twitter account had a massive thread about just how dreadful we were at that and i i i because I, I was halfway through the season i was getting asked with it and i was like there's a pattern going on here like we we, we do we we concede a lot of these and the stats on it were absolutely staggering about how often we concede late on Mm. I was, I was like, no, I'm gonna have to sit down and work it out. So I did, um, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you what Stephen has done to me. I don't keep my, I don't keep keep my spreadsheet anymore. <laughs> that they've knocked it out of me. They've knocked that out of me. I loved what? it. I love 
I love a little spreadsheet. I'm a proper nerd. I'm a software developer. I love it. <laughs> I love it. There's nothing more satisfying than a, a, a spreadsheet with tons of formulas. You literally put one line of data in and everything else just updates. Oh, it's beautiful. Stevenage knocks, knocks the door out of me. That's what they've done to me. <laughs> I keep thinking about doing it again, like, because I, mi- I do miss it a bit. Oh, mate. <laughs> Are you okay, Nate? Do you need an intervention? Uh, Australia, mate. <laughs> She's a kind mistress. Um, yeah. So and um, and obviously we, we were talking we were talking on on uh, Saturday evening, and you said you mentioned the uh, Steve's Steve's tweet about why we bother. Oh, it's just the mem the memories like the, the whole section. Like if you just read through it, the if you if you find it, if you look at. Uh, Borough fans, if you go and find Steve Watkins on Twitter at SJ Watkins, he tweeted this morning uh, with a great link to Borough Guide, which is just explains exactly why we do what we do, going up, following the borough, and and he's right, isn't he? There's none of it. Oh, mate, do you know? There, I, I was I wasn't really around for the what I'd call the glory days. I've been following uh, Stevenage all my life. I literally started going with my dad. It was either we'd go there or we'd go to Highbury. I guess we went to Stevenage a bit more. Um, yeah. And then when I was playing myself, I, n- I missed those kind of glory days. I went to the Wembley game uh, and that was it. So I wasn't really a part of anything special, I'd say, that, that I could say, <coughs> oh, that was amazing when we did this, this, this and this and it was great down the Lamex or uh, Broadway uh, then. My best, fondest memory was a Woking game when there was police... Horses and all sorts. So I, I can't really say like that, you know, oh, we had some really good fond memories down there. But, and I, I hate talking about, oh, since I've been doing what I do, but um, that South End game, that um, playoff semi-final, that's when it's kind of just, just slightly changed, I think, for me. Results-wise, um, the way we are, I just, you know. I think, um, yeah, I mean, I think... I think letting letting Wesley's contract run out then was a particularly baffling thing to do, especially then to bring in uh, bring in that plastic faced muppet. <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even going to say his name. You all know who I'm talking about. Looks like he gets work done every other week. A lot of people have pointed that as uh, like their gonna... watershed moment in the. The club stopping feeling like their club and just being a business, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, so so I guess what we're saying is really, really like we're saying that's the point where we noticed it. But what we're really saying is Barry Webber has done this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see Barry every Friday night. I'm staying away from that. Oh. Uh, our sons both play for Cambridge United, so uh, uh, they train right. together. So yeah. Oh dear. But yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I'm just trying to think of think of some of the better memories. Everton away was special. I know we lost, but that was that was that was a proper proper evening. Uh, I can't believe we, I can't believe we went out to Maran Fellaini's last touch in the Everton shirt, though. <laughs> when we went one nil up, oh that that away end, the whole game 
a whole game that way. And well, I was stood literally two right, two up, like two rows in front of the Mongo set off like the paint, like the smoke, the red smoke thing. Um, and I'm telling you now, he was hammered before we even got on the coaches. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that was fine. That was cool. That was such a good away day. Everton really good steak pie as well. Um, that, that's how that's how you'd know a good away day. They got a good pie. That's a good good place to go. Um, Cambridge, uh, believe it or not, obviously I've mentioned it four hundred times already on the two episode podcast. <laughs> Cambridge away was Cambridge away might be the best game Stevens game I've ever been to. Uh, I shouldn't be struggling, should I? Beating York in the in the at Wembley, especially I think we were, I think we tried in that game as well, weren't we? We came back, won it. That was that was a that was a beautiful beautiful thing. Um, but I guess yes. a lot of football teams out there are the same as us. They, they haven't over the last ten years yeah. been prolific and haven't done amazing. Wow. So we're not the only ones. I think for me, I know I'm speaking personally. I know exactly why I go down there. I go down there to get out get out the house. See a load of people and uh, just just generally forget about life for, for two hours. It's quite fun. I absolutely love it, or three hours even, whatever it is. I don't know. And I just, yeah, I just, uh, well, I don't really see it as work, mate. It... I just love it. I just enjoy it. Uh... I think it's just great fun. I like seeing Jim, who used to play for Stevenage at Shepelbury Park, who sits one row in front of me, that always says to the linesman every single game, Are you driving their bus lino? It's brilliant. I love it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Gets you out the house, doesn't it? But it still ain't great when we're, yeah. when we're feeling rubbish. I mean, when should we start a podcast after we've lost two games in a row? Yeah. I was glad to hear that Tisdale wasn't trying to gloss over it and make the best of it in his post-match presser. He was you know, genuinely honestly saying, that wasn't good enough, it wasn't what I want, and we need to address it and get back to what I want as quickly as we can. Because... You know, we've had managers in the past who've really tried to sugarcoat it and uh, just uh, desperately clasp at the one positive and ignore all the 80 minutes of negative. So it's not all terrible news, I don't think. Like, he made some changes at half-time. We were better in the second half without really creating massively dangerous chances. So he could have... There was positives there he could have glossed it over with. Um, But it was interesting that when Steve asked him about the number of changes that he's making, he was quite defensive about that and said, oh, you know, some of them have been forced on me, you know, Reeves and Coke. And it's like, yeah, but that was ages ago and you still made five changes for this game. Now, granted, we were dreadful in the game before, so maybe five shouldn't be a surprise. But what we're seeing is this tinkering isn't producing a cohesive side that looks like they know what one another are doing to be able to consistently create chances together so we need to find that structure to get the most out of the players that we've got and I think we know he can because of the uh, change we've seen in the level of Jake Taylor's performance he's gone from a player who I was questioning why he was in the starting 11 under um, a revel and then in January, February time, Taylor suddenly looked like this really attacking, dangerous force. So, unfortunately, this is where we uh, we lost Jay. So uh, I've done my best in editing him out and making a conversation that still makes sense. Here's the rest. 
Yeah, I mean, he went, he's, he's definitely playing in his, his stronger position now, isn't he? Yeah, so Tisdale's unlocked that from him, and we need a bit more of that. Yeah, and I think... I think I'm sure people will slate me for this, but I don't fucking care. Um, Taylor's Taylor's performances, for the most part, since since Tisdale came in, he took a, he took a few weeks to sort of get up to speed and really hit form in January. But I think his his performances have all been pretty good under Tisdale. Um, even in games where we've been bad, he's been one of the brighter sparks, and he's looked like if something's going to happen, it might happen through him. Um, like, let's have a look at Port Vale. Let's have a look at his stats. Uh, what did he get? Uh, hang on. Oh, I don't want that. Ratings. Uh, so Taylor got a 6.4, which was our third best of the day after Norris and uh, Van Kooten. Um Did uh, did Tom Conlon not play? Nope. Not in the start. Not in the uh, any of the, the, the not in the starting eleven or on the bench. Pet was captain though. Didn't hear his name mentioned on the commentary barely at all. Horrible team, Port Vale, aren't they? And you're going to struggle against most teams if you give away two cheap goals in the first fifteen minutes. You just got no no hope of you, and that's 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 a massive massive problem that that we've got is is that I think I think a, a running theme over the last five six years. It's cheap, stupid goals. And it goes back to something that we said last week where there's such a colossal turnover of players that we're always finding our feet. We're always starting again. Every summer we're starting again. Then every January we're half trying to start again. And it doesn't surprise me that it it, it results in inconsistent football. Inconsistent football from the... From the lads and lads on the pitch that should know better, inconsistent football from everyone. It's just, it's just, it's just poor. And like one of the one of like I think one of the one of the things that really obviously loved at the time it was happening, but I kept saying this like the, so you know the the massive change in quality of of our our standard of football under Dino when chair came in. Everyone's like, oh, Dino's, Dino's got us playing really well. And I was like, f*** it, has he, f***? He hasn't. Chair's got us playing well. Chair is pulling the string, all of the strings on the pitch at every moment. His, his, move, his movement off the ball, he just the way, he, the way he reads the game, everything was just so clear of any player I think I've ever seen in the Stephen shirt. Genuinely, might be the best player, but the most physically like just talented player I've seen in a Borough shirt. I never saw George Boyd in a Borough shirt, so I can't include him. But like, just incredible! Just everything he did was just the right thing. The probably the smartest player we've had certainly in the last ten years. Um, it's a dangerous game. Fall in love with the Laney, isn't it? Just, just, oh, just a different different class but, so I, but, but getting back to the point uh, <laughs> we got distracted by a chair um, getting back to the point and I actually said this to Dino I said you do, you weren't turning things around chair was it went that, that next summer it went straight to being shit again and I'll, and I'll say this now the worst football I've ever seen us play for long like for long stretches of time for multiple games in a row is under Dino 
by a mile. It weren't like I don't think it was much better under Samson. It certainly weren't much better under Wesley. But that season at the beginning, it was Dino. That just horrible, absolutely horrible. So creatively inept, so flat-footed, so lazy for 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 a bloke who's basically like a drill sergeant. How were they so unfit? So rubbish. Just unbelievable. The football now. Under revs, it weren't that bad. Maybe at times it was. Maybe at times the football was horrible. But I never felt it was as bad under revs as I did under, as it as I did when it was Dino. Not even close. And I certainly don't now. I think I think Wallace seems generally quite patient. Certainly by the average of chairman in the football league, and I think that's a good thing because too much manager turnover is bad for a club. The majority of the time, you need a good. 18 months to build the squad that fits your style to take a club forwards properly so I would hope that he stays patient and Tisdale gets the time he needs to take the club forward in the direction he thinks he can take it forwards because what he's handling with now is one transfer window where he's picked up scraps he can and some of those scraps have been good and some of those scraps have been scraps and you know we're making the best we can with what we've got, but it's not what he'd ideally want, I don't think. Right, so... So, uh Pat. Pat, give me your lineup. Starting lineup. Ooh, tricky. Um, Cuthbert Van Kooten, centre-back. Um, I would have Wilding, right-back. I really hope Koepka's back for left-back, but if he's not, Clements probably. Um, Taylor right mid. Bostwick and line centre mid. Left midfield. Let's go Charlie Carter. Why not? I don't think he's getting enough game time. And then Prostral list up front. What? What? Four forty. Yeah. No, no, it's, right. I'm. I'm not going four forty. I'm not. I'm not going to go Mike Bassett on it. Um. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play it. Play it down the same line as a uh, Pat there. Quick take his back. So obviously Pim in goal. I'm gonna go Cuthbert Van Kooten and Bozzy as a back three. I'm going to play Wilding and uh, Coker as wing backs, but basically right mid. I don't basically don't want to defend him. Um, <laughs> then uh, who else am I going to play? I'm going to play. I'm going to play uh, Reeves and probably Lines in the middle. No, Reeves is injured, isn't he? Oh no, that's throwing everything off. Play Westbrook because me Lyons. and Jay both forgot okay. about him. No, no, no. I'm going to play Lyons and I'm going to play Reed, Arthur Reed, in the centre. Then I'm going to play Carter in behind uh, Reed and Noza. Yeah, that works. I, think I'm, I don't think I've picked too many players there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could do with 12 at the minute. We could do with 12, yeah. So, so it's sort of like a. 
and I would settle and I would stick with that base, more or less that lineup for the next four or five games. Um, I think you're right that whatever you need to do, you need to pick a strategy and stick with it against a few people and let the players actually work out yeah. how to best deliver it. Yeah, so Tiz, Tiz, when you listen to this tomorrow, please just settle on the lineup and go with it. Give them a run. Please just do it because this tinkering is shit. Don't work. Yeah, there's a certain amount to be said for adjusting what you're going to do to counteract what you think the opposition are going to do, but it's not delivering for us all these changes. Especially especially when there's four or five changes every week. Yeah. You think back to when we first Uh, got promoted and that first season, you could pretty much name our starting 11 the majority of the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. They knew what they were doing and you stop us doing what you what we want to do if you can and a lot of people couldn't. Yeah, right. So, chaps, that's uh, more or less all we got time for this evening. Um, very quickly, score predictions. I am going to go Leighton Orient 1, Stevenage 2. I'm going Orient 1, Stevenage 3. Ooh! Um, so we ain't scored. We 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 ain't scored in four. We ain't won in six. But you know, we've they haven't won since the December radio. the seventh. Yeah, we've got, we've got we've got three since then. Anyway, boys, enjoy your week. Uh, and the final one, and I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, beat this out. Fuck Putin. See you later. <laughs> What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNuggets share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.